0: Adelaide Stevenson III, a former U.S. senator, Illinois candidate for governor twice, died at age 90. His grandfather was vice president under Grover Cleveland. His father was a Democrat candidate for president, ran twice against Eisenhower, also was our United Nations envoy, uh, secretary at our United Nations under Kennedy. And uh, Adlai Stevenson III had a distinguished career himself. Here to discuss his life and legacy, a late addition to the show, we're awfully glad he could join us, is our senior senator, U.S. Senator Dick Durbin. Uh, senator, welcome back to WDS, sir. How are you?
1: It's great to be with you. Uh, I'm sorry uh, for the occasion with the passing of Adlai, but... Uh, It's been so many years since he's been on the ballot, I'm sure many of your listeners are not familiar with what you just read.
0: Well, he would have beaten Thompson probably had it not been for the LaRouchean candidates. That was in 86, correct?
1: That's right. In 82, he lost by 5,000 votes to Jim Thompson for governor, uh, and it was the closest race in our state's history. And then he turned around to run again, and the LaRoucheans managed to get uh, a couple of their own people on the Democratic ballot, uh, everybody said, I'm not running on that ballot with those crazies. S- started a solidarity party. It was a holy mess from start to finish, and he didn't win.
0: When you come from a family and a political dynasty like the Stevensons, you have an awful lot to live up to. Did he struggle with that through his life at all?
1: I think he did. You know, it, 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 it's tough to have a father who was that prominent. Uh, His dad was, in fact, the Democratic nominee for president of the United States in 1952-56, losing both races uh, to Dwight Eisenhower. But he was the standard bearer for the party. He spoke for the party. Uh, And he was the intellectual leadership uh, of our party in those days, kind of like the the role that Mario Cuomo played uh, as governor of New York. People went to him for deep thoughts, and he had a lot of good ones.
0: Would anybody on the Democratic side been able to beat Ike in fifty-two or fifty-six, or was he? You know, I'm talking about Adlai Stevens the second, his father, uh, or was he kind of a sacrificial lamb? Do you think?
1: Well, uh, he was viewed uh, as someone who could continue the Franklin Roosevelt and Truman uh, run of Democratic victories for the presidency, but uh, it was uh, certainly an inspired choice to have General Eisenhower fresh from a victory in World War II and D-Day as the standard bearer for the Republicans. I wouldn't have wanted to run against him.
0: <laughs> well, the Democrats wanted him as well as the Republicans. He had both parties to choose from. We're talking here with a U.S. Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois. Short on time, I know, but I just want to... We're talking about Adelaide Stevenson III, who died yesterday in Chicago at age 90. Is this true, uh, best of your knowledge? While running for the U.S. Senate, it, Senate Mr. Stevenson III asked Mayor Richard J. Daly for advice, and the mayor said, my advice to you is don't change your name.
1: I believe it. I, I couldn't tell you if it's 100% true. But the way that Adlai Stevenson III, the man who just passed away, uh, came into politics was a fluke. In 1964, the legislature was unable to draw a legislative map. The court argued that all 177 legislative districts in the state would run at large. And they had what they called the bedsheet ballot. So anybody who had a name that someone might recognize, there was a distant relative of Eisenhower who won in that election, and Adley Stevenson III, who just passed away, that was his entry into politics, too. So his name was his calling card, uh, and it was a good name in the state. And, and he rode that to an opportunity to be the state treasurer and then to fill the vacancy of Everett Dirksen when he passed away uh, in 1969. Uh, all of those really started with a great name that was recognized by so many people.
0: Senator Dick Durbin joining us here on Double the House. Both he and his father, because they're both intellectuals and basically quiet guys, not big on rhetoric or hi- hyperbole, were accused of being you know, the quintessential liberal. But I, I read that David Axelrod, who worked with him when he was very young, said that Stevenson Third was a very, very, very tough politician.
1: He was tough, and he was independent as hell. And with his name, he could afford to be. Nobody could beat him, you know. And so uh, he, he took uh, bold positions, The won the endorsement of the independent voters groups around the state on things like ethics. And uh, uh, I respected him. Everyone respected him for that. But he could cut his own swath. I do want to add one thing that's critically important. The key to his political victory, election after election, was his wife, Nancy Stevenson, (laughs) a a remarkable, wonderful, lovable woman. I'm one of her greatest admirers. And where Adley turned out to be something of an egghead, as he he was referred to, just like his father, the cerebral end of politics, she was the very best when it came to retail politics and working people. She would come up and drop a compliment on you, and it would make your day, your week, your month, and you'd never forget it. She was just the best, and I, I'm sorry for her loss, but uh, she was a part of a dynamic duo.
0: Married over, I think, 65 years. Yes. Uh, is it true that uh, he would not work a room? Well, you know, you've seen Bill Clinton in action and other great retail politicians who work a room as well as anybody. Analyze Stevenson the third, and I think this is probably true of his father as well, maybe the vice president, his grandfather, would sit, uh, so it was up to Adelaide Stevenson's the third's wife, as the woman you just referenced, to work the room on his behalf. Is that true?
1: That, well, that was the case uh, many times. I saw that happen, and and it's interesting to think about this for a minute. I've known many politicians who were the same way, who stand in the back of the room. They wouldn't shake a hand. I, I grew up in the tradition of Paul Simon, just the opposite would shake hands and look into the eye of every voter in the room and try to stand us to remember their names. And it really reflected not arrogance so much as shyness. There are many shy people in politics who are just not comfortable walking up to strangers and striking up a conversation. Adley was one of them.
0: Dick Durbin, I know you have to go, but analyze Stevenson, and in the pantheon of Illinois politicians, including Simon you mentioned and others, uh, how would you rank him uh, and the Stevenson family in general?
1: Well, the family is probably the most uh, storied political family dynasty in our state's history. We have the dailies of Chicago, but when it comes to the state of Illinois, the Stevensons, the most storied dynasty. And he made a name for himself uh, in his own approach in the 1960s when the reform movement breaking up the old machines of the past was coming down. Uh, he really stood up for an independent streak that people recognized and admired.
0: Senator Durbin, thank you for joining us on very short notice. Much appreciated, sir. Glad to be here. Thank you. Take care.